0: Welcome everybody to the podcast. I am <laughs> excited you're here. I said that I think I came off really loud just now. I don't know. I'll have to listen on the playback, but I <laughs> so the way I work this podcast, it's real simple. It's, it's about conscious leadership. It is about the flow that happens for me when I kind of just riff on a topic of interest. I don't. Make tons of notes. I don't have a a script that I follow. I don't have. I don't even have an outline. I tend to write things. I'm chronically. What am I? I'm chronically disorganized, as Simon Sinek would say. I I tend to write things down on a scrap piece of paper, on a receipt from a store, a napkin, a paper towel. I'm really good at that stuff. But this topic is just you know that I want to talk about today around conscious leadership. It really is about. It's really for everybody, and it's just a question of, of whether or not you choose to lead, and if you choose to lead, then wanting to make that decision from a place of doing so at, at, a, at a at a higher conscious level, at a, at a more present level, at a more aware level in terms of what you're putting out there, that you're, you're people-centered, you're person-centered, uh, you're we-centered. It's not about me. It's not about the ego. It's about what, what is ultimately in the greater good or... Even if we don't know what is in the greater good, we're at least pursuing something that has the capacity and has the uh, uh, opportunity to reach more and more people who maybe have feel – have really felt maybe disconnected from this idea around the definitions of leadership and what it means to to lead other people, to lead themselves and – and how people in, in many ways hold them back, hold themselves back based on definitions that don't necessarily make sense anymore. Maybe they made sense at one point or maybe they just completely misinterpreted or misunderstood something and have suddenly believed themselves not to be a leader. I really truly believe in my heart of, heart, heart of hearts that, that the, the everyday person is a leader. The simple fact that you get up out of bed, that you're able to function, that you're able to accomplish things during the course of the day that you're able to have uh, an amount of logical thinking to achieve certain outcomes, to get certain things done. We all lead. The question is, is how effective are we at that leadership and what gets in the way? So what I want to talk about today is really um, what I feel is important for everyone and especially for leaders is the ability to think greater than you're actually feeling at any given moment. So what do I mean by that? Well, we tend to have situations and circumstances and experiences in the course of our day, or if we're leading other people, they're going to have those kinds of experiences. And we're going to get phone calls from time to time, or we're going to get text messages, or things are, things are going to be down a path where someone's running some form of I'm upset because. And there's a reaction that happens, and that reaction becomes very emotional. And it's laced with a lot of feelings and a lot of things that come up for people. Now, when we're triggered by something, it is really an indication that something from our past has reemerged. It's 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 revisiting us on some level. And I think that's okay because I think it's an opportunity for growth and healing, provided we see it through the lens at which I'm describing it. Others might not. Um And at the same time, if I'm running, I'm upset because, and I'm triggered, and I'm emotional about something, something from my past got activated. Something got triggered. Something is calling out for my attention. And I look at it as an opportunity for growth and healing. I say that some part of me is up for healing, is up for greater applications of loving. And so I always want to explore that. I always want to dig deeper into that because I find, to me, that's... Super important for me in my in, in my evolution and my uh, role as a conscious leader is that I'm ever evolving, and that each time I'm triggered is a, really an opportunity to go to the next level, to heal something once and for all, or to heal it to a a greater degree. Meaning, there's always a deeper cut. It may return at some form, in some form or fashion, at some point down the road, and I'm okay with that because that's how I learn. Is when I come up against my resistance. So in order to think greater than we feel, if we continue to feel the way we've always felt about things that happen, if we continue to always feel the same in situations and circumstances, then what ultimately occurs, the outcome that occurs is what has already occurred. You're just simply recreating the, the the feeling recreates the old experience, but the same outcome appears. And we find ourselves no further down a place Of resolution or an outcome that really serves a higher purpose or a higher good. And it's all very, very familiar. Like we just keep reliving the past in the present moment. So the idea really is rooted in how do we then think greater than we feel? Like in order to ultimately feel differently, we have to first think differently about the experience. So if, for instance, if somebody calls you up and they're upset about something and they're going off and you know, can we be an active listener? Can we choose to be an active listener in that thing? And then not not take the bait, not get involved in the fray, not get not find ourselves getting triggered by what they're saying. Maybe their attempt to pull us in, that's happened to me from time to time where it starts off, somebody calls and they're complaining about somebody else and it dovetails into they're now complaining about me and all of a sudden, boom, I'm in it and all of a sudden I'm reacting and feeling attacked and operating from that place. That would not be conscious leadership. So the idea is, if somebody is running a feeling, and this this, and I'll explain it in two scenarios. Right, one is the scenario of if somebody else is running those high feelings, and the other scenario is always about whether or not we're running those high feelings. But if somebody's running those high feelings, can we be an active listener? Can we utilize logic and discernment, and allow somebody the dignity of their process and experience, but then ultimately challenge them to rise above what it is they're feeling to think. Greater than that feeling. Now, thinking greater than that feeling means not suggesting something that they've already done before or suggesting something that they've described before as a way to go back to. It's about challenging them to think greater than they feel in a way that they've never thought before. What if, and they may say something like, What if you looked at it from a completely different perspective and you saw this experience as an opportunity for your growth, and not an opportunity for you to revisit some old feeling and belief that somehow you don't deserve. So the idea is you're posing a question that challenges the person to think in a way they never thought before. And that would be thinking in in a way that's greater than what they're feeling. Because every time you have a thought, you have a feeling. They're married together. So if you've had a challenging experience and it brings up back an old thought and you're running that story in your mind and then that same feeling accompanies it, then you're down that same old path. The goal is to create something new. The goal is to step into the unknown to create something that's never been created before. So in order to do that, we have to think differently. So part of it is, are you listening, actively listening allowing somebody to express how they're feeling, allowing somebody to kind of go through their own process and then waiting for that opportunity, that pause. Perhaps they've tired themselves out. (laughs) Perhaps they've just simply exhausted themselves of, of one story after the next, after the next. And there's that opening. And you actually just ask them, well, what would it be like? Are you open to considering this a different way? And getting that feedback and getting that buyback from them And having them be able to look at it and say, oh, yeah, well, what are you seeing? And then the idea is being able to go back in and pose questions and pose situations in a way that challenges them to think differently. When you challenge someone to think differently, you challenge someone to feel differently. So now you have those two elements working in your favor. So part of this becomes practice. Part of this becomes having the awareness that when somebody calls you, that you're prepared that somebody's calling, they may be upset about something, and that you're there to be of support as a leader. Then the other question comes down to, and what makes this possible for you ultimately to be able to effectively lead other people, is how to be mindful of this experience when it's happening to you. When you find yourself triggered, by a series of circumstances or situations that are going on and catch yourself. You've heard me talk about always being your best observer, always being the better observer so that you actually can monitor what's going on and go, Oh, I see what I'm doing here. This is the observer in you talking. I see what I'm doing here. I'm actually going down the same path that I've always gone down before when this kind of situation has occurred, Where this situation has occurred in the past. So I'm now thinking the way I've always thought, subsequently feeling the way I've always felt. And now I'm down a path, and now I'm in a position where I'm now in a scenario where here I go again. So the idea ultimately is to be able to catch myself and for you to be able to catch yourself when this scenario takes place. And to be able to catch yourself and go, oh, okay, so what if I thought about this differently? Or what's one way, not a 10 ways, not five ways, what's one way that I could look at this perhaps that I've never considered this before? And to challenge yourself in that process to be able to re-examine an old wound or an old belief or an old story, realize that perhaps that you're done with it. Or realize that you're done thinking about it the way you always thought about it and subsequently feeling the way you've always felt about it and attaching a new thought and subsequently a new feeling to it. What would that be like? Now, this is a process, and and I want to be really super clear here. This is a process that you must be mindful of as often as you possibly can. Because the past has a very, it's very insidious, has a very insidious way of just kind of uh, recapturing your attention. Helping you to forget what it is that you're learning, what it is that you're growing into, where it is that you're going. Because the past becomes very, very seductive. So you have to really pay attention to yourself and to others when this is going on. So when you then catch yourself, or catch yourself sooner rather than later. And I always I always talk about really success in this arena is is about being triggered less often. And when you are triggered, that it's for a shorter duration of time. That's really the success that I'm looking for. And that's the one key component for me that tells me I'm on track is maybe perhaps a situation that would have occurred in the past. I might've, it might've taken me out of a whole day And all of a sudden now it's 15 minutes. That's progress. That's the direction we want to be going in. So it's not so much that I'm still, can't believe I'm still triggered by this same kind of thing. But the real measurement of success is I'm triggered less often. And when I am triggered, it's not a whole day anymore. It's 15 minutes or it's 10 minutes. I was actually just having a conversation this morning with someone who was talking about being triggered about something and then having to be around other people. And he goes, well, I know myself, I go through this process that I need to work through when I'm, when I'm really upset about something. And it was really uncomfortable for other people. Cause I had to be around other people turned into a lunch meeting. And, you know, I didn't know how to set He said, I didn't know how to set aside what it was that I was experiencing and, and what it was that I was going through. So people had to kind of go along and just, you know, allow me that, that, that process, for me to go through. And clearly I must've made people uncomfortable. So this person was basically announcing, this is my process when I'm triggered, but they get through it fast. They get through it a lot faster and they weren't able to like postpone it. They weren't able to put it aside for now and come back to it and reuse it later. And it's going to be different for everybody. The difference is, is when that, when a person tells me a story like that, that tells me that they see themselves locked in. Well, this is what I do when this happens. And it's like set in stone. I need time to process and whatever. And half the times if you ask them, well, what are you doing to process? They don't even know what to say. A lot of it is just, they're just the time that's going by is allowing them a chance to cool down. They're not even actually going, putting themselves through any kind of a process. But regardless We have to be willing to shift away from how we've always reacted to things. If you're looking to manifest and create something that you've never created before, then you have to look at all aspects of your life where you're running them upset because and apply those same principles. You can't pick and choose. You can't go, well, I'm gonna manifest over here. I'm gonna think greater than the way I feel over here, but over in this situation, I'm just gonna take myself down into the gutter. The goal is to challenge yourself in all aspects, in all areas of your life, personally and professionally, to start to see that in order for me to create lasting change, in order for me to lead myself, and if, if I desire and choose to lead other people, that this, this concept, this notion of thinking greater than you feel is everything. And it's necessary. And it's important. Because we, the goal moving forward is always about how do we create something new? What's one thing we can do differently to create a different outcome? How do we take the outcome that we've already have now and take it someplace better? Well, you don't go taking things. You don't really get a chance to take things to a better place by doing the same things. You, you get it by doing something differently. And understanding that thoughts and feelings go hand in hand. One follows the other. So if you can find yourself putting yourself in a position to think greater than you feel, then you're setting yourself up for something better. Then you're setting yourself up for something that you've never considered before or never imagined before. And you're actually stepping into that unknown. You're stepping into that place where where it may seem fearful or may seem doubtful or uncertain. You may be grasping for, for meaning and understanding and wanting to hold on to something, but you just kind of surrender to it. And you just simply allow something better to come forward. And when you do, that's when the magic happens. And that's when you realize that the magic is really you. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. So, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.